Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Are you caring for an aging loved one? Are you a senior searching for answers? Welcome to Senior Care Live, a program dedicated to you. Providing information, education, and resources for seniors and their caregivers. And now, America's Senior Care Consultant, Steve Keeker. Hello and welcome to Senior Care Live. I'm Steve Keeker, your Senior Care Consultant, and I really appreciate you tuning in today. We have a wonderful program. We have a special guest in studio, Melissa Myers. She goes by Mel. I asked her for permission. She said, just call me Mel. So (laughs) Melissa Myers, she is a licensed financial advisor with the Glenn team at Infinitas, and Melissa, do I know you well enough to say Mel? Should I just say Mel? Yes, please do. Okay, Mel, Mel, <laughs> welcome to Senior Care Live. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. All right. So uh, Melissa is uh, filling in for our friend uh, Bruce Glenn, and Bruce is just traveling all over the country right now meeting with, uh, he has clients literally all over the country some individual clients, some small business, medium-sized business, large businesses, and he's out servicing his clients, and that's why they love him. He does a great job. That's right. So, um, okay, so, but like you said, you have more hair than Bruce. I do. I have a lot more hair than Bruce, and it's curly. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, if you'd like to reach out to Melissa or Mel Myers, uh, or if you have a question for Bruce Glenn or anyone on the wonderful team at the Glenn team at Infinitas, here's the phone number. Look, it's a Kansas City-based number, but this is good all over the country. You could call from anywhere. Call this phone number, and they can help you. It's 913-563-7327. That's 913-563-7327. And uh, Mel, last time we had you on the program, we were talking about uh, financial services, uh, but getting into the some of the details of estate planning. And uh, this time, we're going to shift gears a little bit and talk about financial planning for business owners. And I love this topic. So let's just start off with uh, the most basic of questions. Why is it important to have good financial planning for business owners? Well, this topic is super relevant and important right now because there's a trend happening with business ownership and entrepreneurs. It's been taking place over the past three years. There has been a record number of new business applications across the United States. So in 2021, a new record was set with 5.4 million new business applications being set across the United States. And in 2022, 5 million more were added. So right now we're sitting at about 
33 million small business owners across the U.S. And so in the last three years, in in the last total total is 33 million. Okay. Okay. Yep. And so for those listening, there's a lot of individuals who are small business owners or based on the trend and some of the other details that we'll get into, you'll see that more and more individuals are opening up small businesses. And so this is a really uh, relevant and top of mind topic. Well, and I'll tell you, I don't know if you know this or not. I am now franchising my business, Senior Care Consulting, all across the country. And when I started looking into this, I discovered that and and particularly, I think there's there's always been an appetite to start your own small business and do your own thing, be your own boss. And there's, I mean, that's very appealing to a lot of people. But since COVID, that was a game changer. And a lot of people are like, you know what? I have a different perspective. I'm not going back. I think I can do it better. I think I can come up with a better service or do something completely different. But since then, like you you mentioned, I mean, five, 10 million new business licenses in the last couple of years. That's amazing. Yeah, a new record has been set. I mean, over the past three years, if you think about it, the average right now is 4.4 million new business applications each year. That, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that is uh, that's stunning. And uh, so I, I think I'm, I'm, I've got some accidentally I have some good timing <laughs> with uh, expanding my business. So well, what challenges do these business owners face since there's so many uh, new business owners out there? Great question. So business owners have a variety of challenges, including financial, managerial, economic, even political. Business owners have to understand federal, state, and city rules. And more specifically, they need to understand and navigate the IRS tax rule. And if you plan on hiring any employees, you have to understand the rules and laws around having employees. How do you have them as employees? I think personally, it's really exciting that we're seeing this trend. Like you said, people want to feel in control of the business or, hey, I could do this better. It gives them a lot of freedom. Um, But small business owners need quality resources and guidance. Okay. And so what are some of the the, maybe the most common mistakes? Because, look, these are new business owners very easy to make a mistake and and not mean to. I guess you don't know what you don't know, but what are some of the most common mistakes that you see these new business owners make? So I really see the the comment around wearing all of the hats. So business owners want to do it all, but the reality is they're not an expert in each of the roles that they need to play. More than one-third of businesses fail in the first five years, and several of those factors are tied to finances. So hence why I wanted to bring this topic up today. Yeah, yeah. So business owners feel like they have to do it all, or there is so much to learn that it's really easy to get caught up into business, right? I got to work on the business. I got to figure all of this out. When really what they need to be doing is doing what they do best, right? Yep. And they need to hire an expert for the areas they're not strong in. So an example would be um, hiring a bookkeeper or an accountant or a CPA. If you were to do that, it would give you more time, help your learning curve, and help you save money in the long run, right? Right, yeah. So a lot of individuals are, like you said, yeah, but you certainly agree. That makes sense. But what I hear, even though it makes sense logically, is because they're newer or they've been doing things the way they've done them for a long time, I can't afford to do that yet. Or I'm just so busy. I don't have time to figure that out. And a lot of times what I find or what I see is you cannot afford not to hire someone. You need to free yourself up and you need to hire somebody to help solve the problem. And when I see business owners make this shift, 
they grow in their business and their confidence increases. Well, and, and there's no doubt about that. So, uh, so just for example, so I just started the new franchising company, and uh, you know, and I, I wear lots of hats, and I'm like, I can't wear all these hats anymore. So, <laughs> so uh, you know, I now have uh, an accounting firm, mm-hmm. and they take care of all of that. They are unbelievably sharp, and oh, by the way, they do my taxes. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> you know, so uh, so so that is amazing. I don't, uh, I no longer mess with the website. I have professionals dealing with that, and all of the SEO work that goes along with that. It's, I mean, I. I love the website. It's super pro. Uh, I, I've gotten so many compliments. That's just a couple of areas where I used to touch it, and now I don't. I outsourced it, right. and it's made a, a, an incredible difference in my in my day to day. Yeah, and so I really call this your financial support system or your business support system. So you need a bookkeeper, C, CPA, a financial advisor like mm-hmm. our team, a business consultant. Um, cybersecurity and technology. I mean, the list can go on and on. But the truth is, I see business owners make mistakes when they do not establish a financial or business support system. Successful business owners are intentional about increasing their financial intelligence and awareness. Because like you said in the beginning of the show, the reality is we don't know what we don't know. And so when you seek out intelli- financial intelligence and awareness, then you can say, oh, now I know I need to ask that question. Now I know yeah. I should have this on the website, Yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and one of the common questions that people come to us for is, man, I would really love to reduce my taxes. What are mm. those tax strategies? Mm-hmm. So if you don't have the right person at your table helping you navigate those strategies specific to you, and you're not learning those financial questions and having regular conversations, then you're not going to be able to take advantage of strategies that could apply to you. And is that something that you could help out a small business owner with? It is. We help out with different tax strategies, and I'll get into that a little bit more. But we also have vetted professionals that we know, like, and trust who are doing um, fantastic job at customizing and personalizing each business owner's needs. Okay. All right. So that is... So, look, Melissa, our, our friend Mel, uh, just just dropped the bomb on us here. <laughs> she dropped, she gave us a lot of fantastic information. If you are a small business owner, if you're looking to become a small business owner, and we have, you know, this program is, uh, you know, primarily geared to seniors and their caregivers. But guess what? A lot of seniors own their own business. A lot of caregivers own their own business. And oh, by the way, they're trying to provide care and all the other things that come along with life. You can't be an expert in everything. So it is time. Do yourself a favor. Stick to what you do really well, which is your core business, your core product, your core service. You've got that down in your sleep. And then and then partner with some folks for the accounting side. Like Melissa said, some of the financial work, some of the tax planning, how can we save some taxes, all customized to your your specific needs and your situation. 913-563-7327. That's Melissa Myers. She goes by Mel. 913-563-7327 with the Glenn team at Infinitos. Now the Senior Care Live question of the week. Half of the small businesses in the U.S. are owned by people who are age 55 and over. Is that statement true or false? What do you think? You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, visit SeniorCareLive.com. We'll have more with Steve coming up next. 
Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, go to SeniorCareLive.com. All right, back to the Senior Care Live question of the week. Half of the small businesses in the United States are owned by people who are age 55 and over. Is that statement true or false? And the answer is... True. The answer is true. And Melissa, that one caught me off guard. I, I'm I was a little surprised, but uh, is that that's true? That is true. It's a fascinating statistic. So uh, I'll break this down for you. So there was a survey done by SCORE, which is a small business resource, mm-hmm. and they did a survey, and we I was able to find out that. 20% of the U.S. population, 21% technically, is over the age of 55. Okay. Out of the 20% who are over the age of 55, 50% mm. are small business owners. 50%. 50% wow. own, right, uh, a small business. And so where this trend is coming from that I mentioned in the beginning is there are many individuals who are wanting to transition out of their career that they've been doing Uh, maybe want to go into semi-retirement or turn what they've been an expert in and become a consultant or simply turn their hobby into some side income during retirement. And so they are opening and starting new businesses in retirement. So instead of a second career, they're starting new businesses. Yeah. Yeah. And and you have to think, I mean, what do they know that everyone else doesn't? (laughs) And I, I think, I don't know if they know something everyone else does it, but they've been around long enough and they've done the corporate thing. And uh, I, I talked about this a, a few weeks ago on the show. Uh, you know, it, you, you have a bad, you have a terrible boss. You know, I've had a few, I've had some good ones, but boy, I've had some like, oh my gosh, how did you get that job? <laughs> you know, and, and so it's a lot of these things, or you think that you can build a better mousetrap, deliver a better service, whatever it is, right. and you go into business. So they, I think they have... Um, just more life experience to help them make that decision to take a step out in faith and go into business for themselves, I think. That's right. And so when I think about this, I think of those who might be listening in two camps. They are somebody who has uh, been in business for a while, right? They are a small business owner who has been doing this for a long time. This isn't new, but they're ready to really start winding down. They're like, hey, I'm ready to sell my business or maybe put a succession plan into place. And so there are particular things you need to be aware of. Uh, when it comes to financial planning or planning for that transition. And then those who are in the second camp, you're recently retired and you're part of this new trend of retirees starting a business and you need to learn a lot or you need to figure out how to hire some experts to help you. All right. And you can hire an expert to help you on the financial side of things, tax planning side of things. There is a lot of support with the Glenn team at Infinitas. Reach out to Melissa Myers. She goes by Mel. If I, I think if we say Melissa, do you feel like you're in trouble? So, but, but with on your who's mom saying it. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah, yeah. You go after my full name. Yes. Okay. All right. If my <laughs> if if I hear Stephen, I know I'm in trouble. So I. <laughs> but uh, reach out uh, to Melissa Myers nine one three five six three seven three two seven. That's the Glenn team at Infinitas, and this this number uh, is is good all around the country. Uh, the Glenn team at Infinitas has liter- clients. Small clients, large clients, individual clients, businesses, uh, uh, everywhere. 913-563-7327. Okay, so for those who are starting a business, uh, what do they need to be aware of? So this is something, like you mentioned, it might be something brand new. 
uh, for them. That's right. So really identifying what type of business structure they want to be, um, whether that's a sole proprietor, an LLC, what makes the most sense, establishing a solid financial foundation, establishing that financial support system we talked about earlier, having a solid business plan that includes financial and tax projections, you know, managing your income and your taxes. If you are a semi-retired person, if you have income sources coming from somewhere else, taxes can be a, um, an interesting play. But then also thinking about private health care. Maybe you're not 65 yet, and so Medicare is not an option. I actually had a client who was 62. He really, really wanted to step away from his nine to five. And he, but he was waiting till 65 because he thought he had to wait for Medicare. Did not huh. think that healthcare was going to be affordable for him. Well, fast forward with some financial planning and putting together a solid business plan and understanding that there are private, affordable healthcare options with managing his income. Uh, he was able to go ahead and pull the plug and retire at 62 and transition into that. Um, semi-retired, starting a business, new journey that he was going to be facing. That's all, I love that story. So, because he thought, oh, I, I'm, I'm stuck here for three more years. Oh, wait a minute. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. And that was an exciting feeling. That's what we love being able to do. That's the impact that we can help our clients make. When you start your business, it, this is a dream of yours. You start a business, you're self-sufficient, you are your own boss, you have your own schedule, uh, you deliver you know, a great product, a great service, whatever the case may be. It's something that you're proud of. You built it, you ran it. There is an unbelievable satisfaction to that. And you helped him achieve that much sooner than he would have. That's right. So that's fantastic. So are there some uh, tax strategies available for business owners that to make them able to maximize their savings? There is. And this is for, it doesn't matter if you've been in business for a long time or you're just getting started into business. And so I alluded to that finding the right business structure, right? Sole proprietor, LLC, S corporation, having, uh, they have different tax implications. So you're wanting to go through that. And then really understanding tax deductions. Um, There are you can spend money as a business owner. It doesn't mean it's going to reduce your taxes. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> and so understanding and really learning um, the various business expenses, depreciation, where you office, a home office, tax credits, hiring a family member. So if you have a grandkid that could help you with some mailers or do some door to door, there is an amazing tax uh, benefit or strategy that we educate our clients on. Okay. And then retirement plans and benefits. Um, are a key component and some dollar-for-dollar strategies that we can help educate our clients um, on. So being aware of these various strategies is a learning curve for the new ones. Um, As you grow in your business and reach new levels, there are new strategies that are potentially available to you. Excellent, excellent. And we only have about a minute left. Uh, Maybe we can talk about this another time a little more at length. But if someone is thinking about retiring and moving on, uh, what about succession planning if someone wants to move on from their business? Yeah, so succession planning is really starts with determining what method you want to use. Are you using a buyout contract? Are you selling the business? Is a family member taking over? And then we head towards the personal financial planning that you need when you're selling a business, Social Security, Medicare, Um, long-term care planning. And so if you're in this camp, if you don't have a plan in place, the fear of the unknown can make you feel like you can't walk away from your business, even though you're ready to make that change, because your business is such a big part of your life. So for anyone listening, we can be a great resource if you have questions around any of these topics we talked about. That is excellent. Reach out to Melissa Myers, 
Bruce Glenn, and there are quite a, quite a number of folks on the Glenn team at Infinitas. They can help, okay? So you need to pick up the phone and make the phone call. You will I, you will benefit. I, I, I trust me on that one. 913-563-7327. It's 913-563-7327. And Melissa, my friend Mel, <laughs> thanks for being here today. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. All right, and I'm going to keep that theme going with discussing another business opportunity coming up next. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. Have a question? Visit SeniorCareLive.com. Stick around. We'll have more with Steve coming up next. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For podcasts of the program, go to SeniorCareLive.com or wherever you get your podcast. And I'll tell you the podcast, I mean, they're all over the place. Just do a little search for Senior Care Live and you will find it. And last but not least, if you don't want to go through all that, just go to the website, SeniorCareLive.com, click on the podcast tab, and they are all sitting right there in chronological order from the most recent, and then it moves backwards. So there you go. Feel free. Help yourself. All right. So our friend, Melissa Myers, with the Glenn team at Infinitas, she threw out a couple of statistics that kind of turned my head hard. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, you know, I had been hearing about this. I hadn't heard it quantified quite like this. So that in the in the year 2021, so think about it, pandemic, everyone's locked up, no one's working. The whole, I mean, well, you know what disaster it was over COVID. That's 2020 starting in about March. Lo and behold, in 2021, a record 5.4 million businesses were started. 5.4 million, when the average is about 4.4 million. So there's there there's always a demand. There are always uh, folks who are interested in owning their own business, starting their own business, uh, and, and there are different ways to do that. But uh, again, a record 5.4 million, and then in 2022. Another 5 million. Again, well above average. And so when I was going through all my consulting and determining whether or not I wanted to expand my business senior care consulting through the franchising model, you know, I I did a lot of homework, but I also, I just talked, I talked to a lot of people. I just got some good feedback from them. And I'll tell you, you can start your business like like we were talking in the last segment. I mean, maybe you're an expert. You have expertise in some particular service or field or body of knowledge, and you want to branch out on your own and be a consultant and do your own thing. And that you can do that. You can build a better mousetrap, so to speak, and come up with a better product or an improvement over what's on the market today. A lot of times businesses come about by solving a problem. So you have this issue and then you figured out how to solve it and you're like, wait a minute, that would be a good business, (laughs) right? So uh, that happens uh, quite frequently. Uh, 
And another way to start your own business is through franchising. And some people like franchising. Some people kind of want to do their own thing. I mean, there are no right answers. They're just different. They're different for everyone. But starting your own business by through uh, purchasing a franchise and then having a protected territory to where you can operate within and deliver your services, uh, that that's a very good way to go. Uh, typically, it's a it's a low cost uh, of entry. Well, not for all of them. Okay, let me take that back. <laughs> we're we're gonna we're we're gonna blast that one. Not all of them are low cost of entry, but a, a lot of them are. They're they're affordable. I mean, they're. There are expenses to get a business started, uh, always, always, but some are are just more affordable than others. So uh, especially if it's a service business that doesn't provide a a particular product and inventory and cost of goods sold and all of that sort of stuff. So anyway, I'm getting too far out in the weeds, but you can start a business through the franchise model. And guess what? So if it's a senior care consulting franchise, I have figured out all of the stuff that works. And through trial and error in building and improving, et cetera, et cetera, which is just the normal course of things, I've also learned what not to do. <laughs> That's a very valuable lesson. <laughs> so I, I, I know what to do. I know what works. I know what does not work. And guess what? So when you buy a franchising system, you have all, you have all of the systems that are just plug and play. They're ready to go right now. And it usually took that business owner, that franchise, franchisor, the franchise owner, years and years and years to perfect and develop those systems and to improve upon the proprietary geriatric care assessment and uh, to improve upon and expand upon the, uh, the senior care community, that, that audit tool that we use. Okay, where we ask a lot of questions and gather a lot of information that just takes time. And by just going out and working with with people, working with clients, working with families and individuals and then say, you know what, I think we can make that better next time by doing this. And so over a period of time and usually years, okay, all of these things really come into focus. They really shine. And you're like, okay, wow, these systems, this is a great program. Now I'm ready to teach others how to implement that program in other parts of the country. That's where senior care consulting is today. So let me say that we're not licensed or registered in every state, but we are licensed and registered in the majority of states. There are some that we're not going to do business in just immediately, but we'll get there. So if you have an interest and you reach out, and if you're in one of these states that we're not in yet, I'm going to let you know that. And if you'd like, we can certainly put you on a on a list. And when we are registered in that particular state, then uh, we'll circle back and reconnect with you and kind of take it from there. But for all of the other states, we are literally ready to go. This is a brand new opportunity with Senior Care Consulting. All of the territories, all of the major territories in all of the states that we're licensed in, they are literally wide open because we're just starting this. And next year when I'm having this same conversation and the same information, uh, many of those territories are going to be spoken for and they're not going to be available. So if you are interested in the services of senior care consulting and you're like, you know what, 
I've heard Steve talk about that. They offer a placement service with integrity. I love their business model. It's not another run-of-the-mill, ho-hum, new flavor of the week, free referral service. I, I don't... I don't get it. My brain's not wired that way. I, I, I don't do the free referral services. Frankly, I don't care for the model. I think there are lots of issues with it. Okay, but our placement service with integrity is a completely different business model than that. We work directly for our clients. They pay us a reasonable flat fee for service, and then we objectively walk alongside them through the search and selection process, helping them make one of the biggest decisions that they will ever make in their entire lifetime. And we, we're so proud of the service that we deliver. And we're, we're, not, we're not recommending places that are giving us a, a kickback of up to 100%. I, I don't play those games. Uh, and again, like I said, uh, my brain's not wired that way. I don't get it. Okay, And I've talked to quite a few folks so far here in the early going. And one thing that every single interested party has in common, every time they say, Steve, I love your integrity. I love your business model. I love that this is not just another free referral service with maybe a little twist on it. Okay. I I love that. I love that you are conducting your business ethically. I love that you develop, you've developed your service and you deliver a placement service with integrity. That really resonates with me doing what's right. So let's talk about this, <laughs> right? So I am in discussions with uh, a number of folks from different parts of the country who are interested. And we're just kind of going through that process. It just takes a while to get there, right? So if you are someone who might be interested in discussing purchasing a senior care consulting franchise. And if you are in one of the states that we are licensed in, let me let you know how to reach out. So first of all, we have a special phone number for you. It is 833. Now, this is the easy way to remember it. I'm going to give you the numbers in a second. (laughs) But it's 833-SCC for senior care consulting. So 833-SCC-FRAN, 833-SCC-FRAN, or here's the actual number so you don't have to figure it out. I'm going to save you a step here. 833-722-3726. So for franchising inquiries with Senior Care Consulting, 833-722-3726. And if you if you say, you know what, that sounds great. I'd love to just check out more information. Uh, do you have information on the website? Yep, yep, we do. So go to Senior Care Consulting with an ING, SeniorCareConsulting.com, and then just go to the just click franchising and it'll take you uh, to a whole section and it'll talk about the franchise opportunity. And there's a contact form right there. Maybe you're more comfortable with filling out a contact form over the internet uh, and just send it in, and then we will follow up with you immediately. But let me say this. I am very, very excited for the future. There are a lot of people interested. If you're interested, I want to hear from you. Let's talk about that. All right, don't go away because I have some other super important information coming up next. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. To contact Steve or a guest on his show, visit SeniorCareLive.com. We'll have more coming up.
Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. Have a question? Visit SeniorCareLive.com. Okay, so I know I talk about this quite a bit, but I'm going to put this into action, into a real-world situation. So what does your friend Steve say all the time? Don't wait until the last minute. Try to plan if you can. Be proactive. My my hot button word for the day, maybe for the year, maybe for the for the decade, is proactive, proactive, proactive. So the whole idea behind being proactive is know your next step before you need it. Okay, we're going to think in advance. So, for example, if you have an elderly loved one, they're living at home. And you can see that you can see that this is not going to last forever, and we're starting to see some issues, and we're going to have to make some some difficult decisions. And at some point, sooner than later, we can see this one coming. Right? We're not years and years away. We can see this one coming. We're going to have to make that transition from home to a senior care community. And obviously that could be at various levels, depending on your needs and your situation. It could be assisted living. It could be long-term care. We may need memory care right away. We may have some early signs of dementia where we want memory care available for later on down the road. So they won't have to move again. But the bottom line is if, if you can see this coming, then the whole concept of being proactive is don't wait for some sort of a triggering event, some sort of a crisis to, the, to light a fire, <laughs> and all of a sudden, you're in reaction mode. Instead of being proactive, it's quite the opposite. is reactive. You're reacting to a very stressful issue, incident, situation, or crisis. And I don't know of anyone who makes their best decisions under the pressure of a crisis and having to react and just do your best. Now, do we get calls at Senior Care Consulting from families who are in that situation? Yep, all the time. Because guess what? Stuff happens. Uh, some things that are just completely un- unforeseen. Dad had a stroke out of the blue. Mom had a heart attack. Now, all of a sudden, she's pretty debilitated. She's going to need a lot of help, and she was perfectly independent yesterday. We need to talk to you about finding a care community that she can transition to after she after hospitalization and rehab. So we have to react to a life event that was completely unexpected. No one saw it coming. And, and we do a really good job. Frankly, I think maybe that's where we do some of our best work is reacting in a state of a crisis situation. But way more often than not, we don't have those situations. And... We see the need coming, but we just don't do anything. And one of the major benefits of being proactive in going out and and working with senior care consulting, going through that whole search and selection process, you know your options at that point, you get your name on a waiting list or two, and then you move when you want to move. That's the whole point of it. And oh, by the way, since you don't need any something right away, you can afford to consider a great place that may be full with the waiting list, because maybe you have the luxury of being able to wait out that waiting list you know, approximately. So what we're doing is we're just managing our wait list situation and not starting from scratch under the under the pressure of a crisis, if that makes sense. But one of the one of the benefits 
almost every time when I work with the client who's being proactive, they're like, yeah, Steve, I mean, you know, we think in the next maybe six to 12 months or they'll throw out a time frame. They're definitely comfortable that everything's okay for now, but they want to be proactive. We go out, we go out, we, we go into all these places. We, we deliver our service, which is just spectacular. And, and, and they agree it's spectacular. And they're like, wow, that, that was great. And we're going to uh, get our name on a, on a list here. We didn't even know about this particular place. And then it's just timing when they need to move versus when the, when the room becomes available. And then that waiting, working on that wait list. Pretty simple to do, but almost every time they end up moving way sooner than they had originally thought they were going to move. And I think what happens is that my clients go out into the marketplace with me. They see some great places. Frankly, they're usually pretty surprised, pleasantly surprised. They're like, wow, wow, that that's, that's pretty good. I, I didn't totally expect that. And all of a sudden, transitioning from home uh, to, a, to a senior care community, that the thought of that moves from this vague concept yeah I think we ought to move you know about here and there all of a sudden this turns into this visualized reality because they've been to this place they can actually see their loved one living at this place and interacting with the residents all of a sudden it goes from a concept to a reality that they've seen with their own eyes and I think it just makes it more comfortable to move a little sooner than what they thought now recently I worked with a wonderful wonderful family and they were out ahead of it Uh, they thought it could be a few months maybe six months and so again i went out with one of the daughters we went around we looked at some great places she loved the second one that we went to Uh, she put her name on the list there and uh, and and they i mean i think they were just getting ready to have some openings become available here shortly so uh, anyway we went through that it wasn't a real long uh, waitlist situation and then they said, wow, we're set. We have peace of mind. Thank you so much. Uh, we, we, we love this proactive approach. And now we know our next step. It's just a matter of when do, we, when do we make that move? So they were enjoying the peace of mind and just feeling solid that their game plan was their game plan and they know where they're going next. And then guess what happened? Mom had a fall unexpectedly and she fractured her femur. And she hit the back of her head really, really hard. And they were not sure if she was even going to pull out of that that injury. It was a major injury. It required a major surgery. And they didn't even know if she was going to get out of the hospital. So, again, the benefit of being proactive is we had already done our homework. We were already prepared for our next step. We just didn't think we are going to have to move on that quite so quickly so she went to the hospital and she rallied and they were of course they were thrilled by that she rallied and then guess what they called the place and can we get my mom in there for some skilled nursing and rehab she's going to have a long road to recovery and then just stay there they said yes of course so the place that we went out proactively vetting the place that they chose took her in in their Medicare certified skilled nursing and rehab portion of the community, provided her rehab. She continued to rally, and now she's living there full-time as a long-term care resident. And they are so happy and so thankful 
that they did their search proactively. That is an example. It's a real live example of why that's important to do that. If this is resonating with you, reach out to me at SeniorCareConsulting.com or 913-945-2800. Let's talk about that and maybe we can get you in a proactive situation as well. And uh, I've never known anyone who moved a little earlier than they thought they would move and regretted it. They, they've always been very happy that they did that. So that's what I could recommend to you. All right, I'm Steve Keeker, and I wish you grace and peace. May God bless you and your family on this day and always. Join me next week right here on Senior Care Live. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.